0: Don't, don't do that. <laughs> you know how somebody says, I'll give you the hand signal to go, and they throw a new hand signal so you just don't do anything? Yes, you. N- not not listening. <laughs> Brother Wolf don't know how to act right. You want to start again or what?
1: No, no, no. We're good. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's
0: go. <laughs> this is YNB Collins. I am joined with Brother Wolf here. We are the Benchmark Podcast, where we try to do better.
1: <laughs> <But> we try, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but somebody was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and mess all the way up." Um, neither here nor there. We're gonna go ahead and combine this. Uh, speaking of doing better, we didn't. We were trying to go ahead and be ready for Twisted Metal. Talk about it, and so forth and so on. And we had a primer for it. We looked at some old videos, remembering what's what, what character did what, all the specials, the stages. All that kind of fun stuff, and we didn't post it in time.
1: Much like Tenacious D, this was the best podcast in the world. This is just a tribute.
0: <laughs> I, I don't co-sign that one. <laughs> but we ended up not getting things done because of real life and all that stuff. So now we're just going to go ahead and combine it together, do some sort of post-production uh, magic. But today we are going to... Yeah, we watched it all—I've watched it one and a half times. I'm going through again, and I've not watched all of it, but I've watched the entire series.
1: Same, one and a half times. I've I, I watched it with my wife, you know, and everything like that. We, we've been watching it. It's been interesting to see her take on it because she doesn't have any background on Twisted Metal itself. Fair so. enough.
0: So uh, let's do the easy thing. So we're going to be reviewing Twisted Metal, the TV the, the TV series, not nothing else, and then we'll go ahead and give you a few things— uh, throwback to GamePro, we're going to rate on the graphics, the sound, the fun factor, the replayability, how true it is to the source material, give you our personal rating, tell you what the average rating was, and then give you a few things. Like, number one, do we recommend it? Um, would you recommend getting it? a subscription to the streaming service it has in some noteworthy moments? So, uh, Brother Wolf, you want to go first or you want me to go first? So what, what, what's going on here? I
1: mean, I guess I'll go. I'll go first. Um. So the first thing I want to talk about uh, with it is the graphics. Okay. Twisted Metal, much like I, I, I believe the game was, it isn't a heavy, uh, artistic, uh, show. It isn't a, the the art. Uh, per se, or the sound, uh, or the set design. I mean, my brother brought up something which perfectly summed it up when uh, there was a scene where one of the characters had passed and they, they shoved her out of the back of an 18-wheeler. And when you look at it, it's obvious that it was a mannequin in a car shoved out of the back of an 18-wheeler. I mean, it, it was so funnily obvious. You know, I said it, it, it that definitely uh is sums up about the graphics part of it, I believe. Um <laughs> so today is full of mess-ups because Brother Wolf just lost his script. So uh with that being said, um I, I I do believe that with some of the uh shout out to Michael Bay explosions that <laughs> that were in there, they were uh nice ones. They there were certain scenes in there. That did have a good set design and good shouts back to the, the gaming. Uh, I gave it a 6 on graphics.
0: Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I gave it whoa, – whoa, so are you doing all of them or are we going back and forth? No, we'll, we'll go back and forth. Okay. Uh, comparable to it, I gave it a 6.5. The problem is some things you can't unsee. So, you know – uh one of them was the fact that, that uh one time you could see through Sweet Tooth's mask and you could hear Will Arnett's voice, but you saw Samoa Joe's lips weren't moving. Right. And right. it was one That's of those like thing. Yeah. so it was just small things that just made it really messed up for me to see. Uh like also, too, the seals when he uh <laughs> had the seals <laughs> take, <laughs> yeah. I was painfully CGI. Like I because I've I've taken a few T right. V classes, I'm like Oh yeah, I can't unsee how to do this now. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was the continuity problems and the editing really brought it low. It should be closer to like a seven point two five, because like I said, set design was good. I felt certain things in areas.
1: I, I I felt like I was in twisted metal. I really did feel like I was in.
0: I didn't. Well, I will say I didn't feel I was in twisted twisted metal. I felt apocalyptic, yeah. and when they had flashbacks. I felt I was in that time frame right. like <clears throat> I will save that for the end <laughs> but I have one word that truly defines what this is. So uh, moving on to the next thing. Oh, well, well, one quick point. We are on a scale of one to ten, ten high, mm-hmm. one low in case that needed yeah. to be stated.
1: So uh, this I know my brother will probably disagree with me on but for a sound I gave it a ten. I thought that the sounds were on point for what was happening in it. Uh, I, I thought the music was definitely uh, very true to the feeling that I, I I was envisioning for the series when it first start, started. Uh, I thought that, you know, some of the characters, when they would sing different lines from different songs and everything like that, you got the feeling, it, it, it felt like, there, it was seamless to how it would be in real life. It, it, it I, I don't know exactly how to describe it, but the sound made you believe you were there. That's how I felt.
0: Uh, I gave sound a nine. Okay, the, in <clears throat> sound is two things. Uh, sound is number one, the music. But do you know what? Uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the term, it begins with a G right now. Uh, it's when you go ahead and mix in sounds that you normally couldn't hear, like the katana slash. Yeah. So you can hear that. Yeah. Those I, small ooh, sound effects. Yeah,
1: you're right. I It does start with a G. I, I just can't think of it right now. I'll have to look it up. But the point is, gaffer. Gaffer.
0: Gaffer. gaffer. Um, the point being is that some of those sounds weren't as believable or as on point as I would have made them in the smaller things, it's, this is more nitpicky, but it's definitely a well above average. So that's one mm-hmm. of those, yeah, sound was damn good, but there were just a few small nitpicky things. So, yeah. Uh,
1: as far as fun factor, I definitely felt as though uh, it was a fun movie. I feel as though the well, actors— Well, it wasn't a movie, so we already have a problem. I'm sorry, fun series. And I feel as though the actors were having fun when they were doing the series, and that transfers well to a good, uh, a good action series is when the actors are actually having fun acting out the parts and acting out the roles. You, you get that feeling from when you're watching it. It's, it feels like this is a fun trip for, for, uh, for certain people. Of course, not the ones that died, but the other people. So yeah, so for a fun factor, I gave that an eight. Uh, I I believe it was a very fun film. It felt very fun. Oh, uh, TV series.
0: <laughs> uh, so to go ahead and co-sign what my brother's saying and just to give a very quick uh, nuanced definition fun factor is the first time wows you know you come like when you saw the original Star Wars and everybody's like vroom, vroom, Yeah and you're like what the hell that's fun factor mm-hmm. replayability is a little bit different. So fun factor is one of those it makes you jump up the first time you see it. Right. It's that and first moment. I have to go ahead and give Brother Wolf shit. Because when we were watching the first scene in the mall, the (laughs) mall chase, somebody (laughs) finished the end of their living, and you heard, oh, poor baby. And then another (laughs) motherfucker got ejected. He He went flying. (laughs) And Brother Wolf's exact word was, oh, double poor poor baby. baby. (laughs) I have never heard that before, but I laughed a little too hard. Uh, For me... Fun factor was a 7.75. It was definitely fun, but some things were a little predictable. Some things were a little uh, too over the top. You know what I mean? Like there's sometimes when it was like extraction when I was saying it's un- over the top and not believable. And at this point, we're so over the top, I don't care anymore. You know what right, I mean? That's right. the difference I'm getting at. So, yeah. So my fun factor was 7.75. What was yours? Mine was a, was an 8. Yeah. So we're, we're close. All right, so moving on
1: to replayability. So, uh, as as this is a type of a type of series that I do think you'll find enjoyable to watch more than once. Um, me and my brother, we were looking over certain uh, aspects of the series, and he was pointing out stuff that I didn't notice the first time in which I saw it, and that definitely has something to do with replayability um also you know the fact that i found it enjoyable to watch it with my family you know while i watched it you know before i watched it by myself because they were taking too long in order to go ahead and watch it i'll be honest with you (laughs) (laughs) And, and so i watched it by myself but now that they're actually starting to get into it and watch it i'm actually watching it with them i don't have a problem with that i stay entertained while i'm watching it uh You know there's certain things that you pick up on on the second time i mean this is what i'll say a perfect replayability is something like hamilton hamilton you could watch that movie about five times and you'll get you'll pick up on something that you didn't notice um the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time you know and so with uh I, I didn't get quite as good of a feeling with Twisted Metal for replayability, but I did get a, a little bit of that, so I gave it a 7 for replayability. Um,
0: you were pretty succinct. I don't think I have much to add to that. I gave it a 6.5. The big difference for me is that if you catch the Easter eggs the first time around, you're good to go, but if you don't know it or you really don't remember it, it's not the same. Because we plan to do a podcast, because we're going to go ahead and talk about it. I was looking more in depthly than as opposed to a casual observer. So uh, when John Doe's driving for the first few times, and you see the Calypso uh, 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 graffiti, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, so they're referring him. Cool, gotcha. Uh, when We met Nev Campbell as Raven when uh, we knew Amber was Flower Power. I knew Watts was Twister because, one, knew the names. Uh, I'm surprised they put Pit Viper in because she was only in one Twisted Metal. You know, uh, Mr. Slam was not a...
1: No. I'm just going to say that first. You're not wrong. I
0: just... All right, so yeah, all right, fair. <laughs> so yeah, it's one of those where there are certain things to see and and not see, and the problem is is that I do believe this show will be defined by its YouTube clips, not by the series itself. Like, with <clears throat> Shawshank Redemption, scale of one to ten, how good is it?
1: I'm gonna say Sawshank Redemption as a movie is an eight,
0: and I get that, and I would agree that the YouTube clips don't capture every piece in the building right. that goes to it.
1: It's not very YouTubeable. Yeah. I, I'll say that. Yeah, Twisted Metal is.
0: Yeah, uh, then that's where I'm, I believe it's gonna fall short, because you could theoretically skip past some whole sections and chapters and not give a shit. You could. Uh, I was, shout out to Max once again. Uh, he said it best, is like, is this one of those things that you would have done better just having one film? And I don't know if he's right or wrong, but it's definitely uh, something to keep in mind.
1: Right. Um, So as far as how close of attention it paid to the source material, um, it's kind of tricky with Twisted Metal because it paid a lot of homage to the source material of uh, a certain set of the games, but as far as the whole series, there were certain things that weren't, you know, con- conclusive throughout the whole thing. Wait, so wait, wait, wait! Conclusive? That's. I mean, so the situation with uh with um with the character um <sighs> sweet tooth. The the situation with the character sweet tooth. Um. First, first off. Sweet Tooth is a situation, so you got to be specific. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that uh, I, I, I don't get that split personality uh, disorder that he had during the games that you get. You don't get that in the series. You don't really get that, that full epic of he has a good version and a bad version of himself that he's fighting or dealing with. You just get the well. He he has a bad and a worse version <laughs> of himself. Basically, <laughs> that's that's what you get when when you look at that. Also, there's certain uh, there's certain characters that uh, uh, like like the character I wanted to see that that character that just like basically took off a whole bunch of his body parts and rolled around just as a freaking like car himself. Axel? Axel. Yeah. I wanted to see... He was an Easter egg. uh, I didn't even see him. I didn't see him. Season 10 when they're setting up the pin
0: board, they showed the back of somebody and he was strapped in the crucifix position. Axel was there. See, this is one of those, I was looking harder because I knew what was going to happen what wasn't.
1: Okay. Well, I didn't... I I mean, I looked kind of, you know, intently, you know, at the second go around too, but... So, case in point.
0: Uh, what is the name of the 18-wheeler that uh, Amber and Tinker are driving? Wow, that I have I have no idea. Juggernaut. It should have been Darkseid.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's one of those you gotta pay attention to that. And there were different references. Like remember when Quiet and John Doe were driving? That's most of the damn series. Uh, and specifically saying, yeah, I've seen somebody crushed by monster trucks. It was the two guys in the monster truck where their special move was literally running you over. Okay. So it's one of those. There were tons of references in Easter eggs. You had to be very Twisted Metal-verse to pick it up. And like I was saying, I was waiting for a Vigilante 8 slight, which I didn't catch any. I mean, well—
1: all in all i did think it's it stayed uh kind of you know close to, i gave it an eight for attention to source material they were just a few slight things that felt slightly off to it i i told you and i mean it it, it is i get a very twisted metal feel to the show and i don't really get just in a pot i know you you don't necessarily feel this way, but I don't really get just an apocalyptic feel from it. I actually get a twisted metal feel from it. Like it it feels slightly different than a typical apocalyptic TV series to me. You know, that's just my own personal thoughts on it. But uh, what do you have to say further about the source material?
0: Uh, Shout out to Tactical Bacon Productions. He's where I did a few reviews and showed Brother Wolf some of the stuff that happened and one one of the things that was said that was f- so distinct that's i mean you can check the timestamp it was published a while back to be twisted metal you need to have calypso you need to have the tournament and arguably the game's mascot sweet tooth mm-hmm. there was no combat there were four car combat scenes count them the mall scene number 1 mm-hmm. when stone and quiet fight Mm-hmm. Uh, you could argue uh, part of the preacher scene, but not really. And then for the 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 the, the Malay at the end of it all, if Twisted Metal is about car combat, I didn't. Well,
1: have. well, also uh, th- when Sweet Tooth and John were at the beginning, they were they were uh, they were involved in the battle too. Okay, uh, five. I, I, I and I I got kind of a feeling. Well, it, it, it is a little bit of a balancing act in between whether or not you believe something would make a good, you know, TV series versus how it was to the game. Well, well
0: I'm not finished, Your Honor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. You have f- five to six arguably car combat scenes. So, like, remember when the Vulture jumped down on uh, John's car and he got the minigun and the Secret oh. on Play? <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you really don't have car combat scenes. And when I play Twisted Metal, I want to blow up my friend with some missiles and some guns and stuff and that force and so on. That didn't happen often. That wasn't Twisted Metal to me. 3.5. It was not Twisted Metal. This game, this this series was likable, appreciated, and it had aspects of it, but it was more akin to the video game Wasteland. Which is a, uh, if you ever played the original Fallout, it was more of a, uh, what's the type of a uh, game that Starcraft, Command and Conquer, what's that top-down strategy? Real-time uh, strategy. RTS. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. It Wasteland is an RTS that I ended up getting on uh, Xbox Game Pass. It has f- uh, Fallout humor because it's apocalyptic. It It's the game I showed you about Kindle. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I played Wasteland 3, and it's one of those where it was humorous, it was fun, it wasn't twisted metal. To be twisted metal, you have to have car combat. The other thing that really pissed me off is this most of the times in the car combat, you should not be killing somebody with a shotgun or an axe. You got a hyper uh, uh, tricked out cars and armor, and somebody gets killed with an axe to the head or 44 Magnum, you're telling me that the bullets that your car is firing are 17 rounds, not 50 cal rounds? Please, eat a dick. So no, this was not
1: twisted metal to me. I mean, personally, I think that the difference is in a video game, you don't really care about the ending blow in a TV series. You do kind of care about the ending blow and that's where you you kind of get the the, the the distinction, the difference in between them. What do you mean ending blow? So, if in a video game, if you blow up somebody's car, right, that doesn't necessarily equal the same thing. Whereas if you blow up somebody's car in a movie, typically people are a TV series. Typically people don't die from blowing up the cars. Uh, In movies or TV series, you see them after that moment in which they're crawling away from the the, the wreckage or, you know, they're getting out of it or something. That killing blow is not the actual vehicular (laughs) (laughs) vehicular, uh, explosion. And so I think that's where it came in at, is they wanted people to get the satisfaction of the kill. Like the Bloody Mary kill in the bar. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sometimes in TV series, people want to get the satisfaction of seeing the kill. They don't want to get the satisfaction of thinking the the kill happened. Even though the funny part is, spoiler alert, we find out later that she's, or she, she'll be alive for the tournament in the next season. But the point is, is that a lot of times people want to see that final, that, that the, the look on the villain's face that they don't necessarily get when they see the explosion or something like that.
0: I disagree, fucking completely. We're about the butt heads on this one. Number one, the point you just made hit shot itself in the foot, so you shouldn't use
1: that one. Number two. You have to explain how <laughs> before you go on to number two, you have to explain how it shot itself in the face. The person died, but they're still alive. That's literally what you just said. No. What I just yeah. said was in that particular instance, yes, they died, but they but we didn't know they were still alive until the tournament at the end. We thought they were dead before that. We thought they were dead before well, I she took a freaking axe to the goddamn chest. She, she was. Th- and Stone took an axe to the face, and
0: he was still going for a while. Remember, uh, we never He wasn't saw it go-
1: going well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, a car can drive with no tires. <laughs> fair? Yes,
1: fair. A car
0: can and drive. And when, spoiler alert, when Stone got that axe to the face, we. what did you immediately say? You wanted to say he's not going to be in Rush Hour 3, but you had to wait. You had to wait. <laughs> yes. In case in point, one of the most believable scenes in the movie was after Sweet Tooth let Harold take the wheel, <laughs> <laughs> jump out of the car, get off, Michael, you drop dropping I-? Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Thomas Hayden Church. I believed your role. Thank you very much. Um... So, Sweet Tooth got shot in the eye, jumped on the car, trying to kill Stone, shot again, run over, and I still believe Sweet Tooth's alive. That I believe. So, it's one of those, ah. Uh, and and the, the, the funny part is this, is that also, I think you're trying to argue economies of scale. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Economies of scale. Um, when you think about different things, the finality will depend. So... Remember when I made you watch the car crusher scene in Godfather of Harlem?
1: Yes. <laughs> he won't be in Rush Hour Three. <laughs>
0: you were just sitting there like, oh, poor baby, don't do it to-. Mm, They did it for him. Um, I also think of, even though comparable to yours, the 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 car bombing casino. Yeah. It's one of those, like I said, I'm playing <clears throat> I'm not playing Street Fighter for diplomacy. I want to see hurricane kicks, spinning power drivers, uppercuts, and super moves, and say, "Go on, pass that controller, give me my, give me, you know what I mean."
1: And, and what does it mean when you see the face of that beaten up opponent at the end?
0: That somebody got the controller pass. We about to do this again. <laughs> what you mean? We just said that. <laughs> so no, uh, I'm, I'm. This is gonna
1: be one we're gonna we're, disagree. We're gonna disagree on it. I, I understand.
0: But uh, I don't believe it was Twisted Metal. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's not Twisted Metal, because the other thing that we're missing, too, if you had to name the things that are Twisted Metal, like Tactical Bacon said, Sweet Tooth, Calypso, and Car Combat. The other thing that was very distinct about Twisted Metal, two things were the art design Mm -hmm. as well as the stages. Rooftops is probably the most iconic stage in that series. And I'm waiting to see something like that happen, like for them to be at a volcano or something like that to where the terrain is much of an enemy as the next car.
1: I think based on the fact of the locations with the fact that they uh, they, they could have did a rooftop one, that that is true. But they couldn't really do a volcano one if you're going to have it going from one end of the United States to, I, I mean, if you're going to have it going from like California to Chicago there's no volcanoes in there. It's just pause. Uh-huh.
0: We're post-apocalyptic. We're in a new world. You we want can- them
1: to just make a volcano? Well, wait, I <laughs> not want them. I'm saying they have the ability to do so. You see the difference? <sighs> I I I got what you're saying. I I, I get what you're saying. Um, so uh, as far as my personal uh thought uh, thoughts on what the ov- my personal thought of what the overall score should be. I say it should be an eight. I say it, it it's beyond salad, solid, solid, <laughs> <Salad>. solid. <laughs> it's beyond solid, and I think it's a good series. That uh, uh, that I think it it hits the right spots as far as the action, the humor, the you know drama. Even hit some drama spots in there. Um, I, I feel as though it's a good strong all-around series that's what i say. and what was your math uh, ranking so mathematically based off of what i did it was actually a 7.8 so i was right there you know as far as my my overall my personal thoughts of it in the mathematical uh scoring i did
0: fair enough uh i thought it was a six and a half to seven it's above average but it's nothing to go out of your way for
1: okay but, so I think I know where you'll lie on some of those questions later, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the average,
0: 6.5 to 7, leaning closer to 6.5, but the, the mathematical ranking was a 6.65. Okay. So it's better than average. You'll watch it, but this is one of those, if you have a choice between s- sex with your wife or Twisted Metal, what are you doing?
1: That's not fair. <laughs> the, the, that I was I not directed affair. to you no I say uh, you would have to say what TV series would you rate higher than Twisted Metal as far as uh, that like you gave Twisted Metal a 6.5 what is higher than Twisted Metal and what would the rating be okay
0: so let me cheat right quick trying to turn the Xbox back on, I can't. I was going to log into Hulu or Peacock and, and go from there. Because the w- w- the reason I say that is because Twisted Metal has one big knock against it. It's only one season.
1: Right. right. And
0: that's one of those where you come compi- my turn to mess up, compare and contrast it to something different and you're going to get a different idea, different ranking. I would, so I'm currently on Hulu right now rewatching ER and burn notice. Okay. But that's unfair because they have so much more content to go off yeah. of.
1: So you would have to find something else that had like one season that oh okay. Mm. Typically shows that have just one season. The problem is is that they, they don't tend to be very good.
0: Now I am tempted. You know what? This is one of those and part of the reason why Twisted Metal is holding true is because you want to see season two right it's one of those you, you you're 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 laying it out you're drawing it out to make sure to do it what was the name of the space movie or the space film we saw where your the your boys foot sloughed off
1: that's what i was just now thinking of uh was it away
0: whatever one it was it was on netflix they had one yeah. season it was yeah. a it was a conglomerate of countries some, sent some astronauts yeah. up and they were trying to land on mars
1: I think it might have been a way.
0: Yes, something like that. The point is, it had one season. Netflix canceled it. Fuck you, Netflix! Mm-hmm. And we never got anything else about it.
1: So, where would you rate that? That's I was about to ask you that.
0: They're about the same because what you would say that's another because it's film. one. It hits a different level because this is more suspense and science, where this is more action and comedy. Right, right. So it hits two different marks, but the big problem is you got one season and you wanted to see the next one because it was just enough but I I like I said I would go YouTube another uh, a few uh examples of that but I don't think I'd re rewatch
1: the series. Hmm. Yeah, that 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 is interesting. Um Yeah, so with that being said, uh I'd say uh if if asked it would uh, you recommend it uh This would be interesting to hear what your answer to this is. My answer is yes, I would recommend it to somebody to watch it. Uh, I I think uh, it nicely blends humor with action. Uh, That's why I would recommend it.
0: My answer is yes-ish. For some of the stuff, you might need a guide. Like, case in point, the twins, how old are they? They're eight. And do they know what Radio Shack is? No. <laughs> do they know what Claire's
1: is? No.
0: <laughs> they don't know how much that means to us. Mm. So the reason why I'm saying this, a Foot
1: Locker, I doubt they even know what Foot Locker <laughs> is, I don't, I don't I'm, or Athlete's Foot. Mm-hmm.
0: Like one of the things I was trying to do, and I just couldn't get around to it because I would be too busy watching or listening along to it. I started putting off some of the soundtrack or some naming some of the songs that they had. And it twisted metal frightens me. Do you remember the Super Bowl when the Who played? And they were saying Who are you? And they would mm-hmm. it was cute, but it wasn't good because one, they're not performers, they're right. musicians. Right. Beyonce's a performer. Bruno Mars is a performer. Coldplay, not nah. a performer. Nah, nah. Adele, not a
1: performer. Right.
0: Musician. And the problem is, is that I'm betting. Some bigwig was like, I want to see this band and I want to make it happen. And it happened. Twisted Metal's nostalgia frightens me because you're telling me there's no one good. It's a period piece and it's not a period piece at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're literally pinging on our demographic because we're the ones that had Twisted Metal and played it. You know? It's like, case in point, going down the soundtrack stuff, uh,. It, they had the Jerky Boys CD. Do you, do most people even know who the Jerky Boys are anymore? Right. Then they had Cypress Hill Rock Superstar, which we liked that track when it came out, but it's not the track I would have picked. Uh, they had Ghost Town DJ's Mabu, uh Hanson, Mbop, they played Portage Head, they played Jaquan Tipsy, Evan, <laughs> shout out to CRC, they played scene <laughs> Evanescence My Immortal, uh, What else did they have? They had uh, the EB Games, the Twisted Metal 1 when it landed on his car, Uh, Oasis, Champagne Supernova. Uh, Also, I wasn't ready to see Anthony Mackie ass. I just want to put that on the record. (laughs) And uh, shout out to the homie Bishop. Saw him uh, in season one as well. So good to see you, homie, even though I hadn't seen you in a while. Uh, Wheels on the bus. Was not ready to go ahead and have – uh, Nev Campbell sing it. Sweet mm-hmm. Tooth sing it. All right. <laughs> uh, what else did we have? Uh, duh, 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 duh. ODB Raw. Uh, Cisco Stong song.
1: <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to bring it up. I was going down in order. Like uh. just
0: this much song uh, that you had to figure out. You know what I mean? So how much of that can the younger generation relate to or the older generation than us. Like there'd be a few things that you could have went to. Like some songs are timeless. You're telling me when you finally go ahead and shoot stone, you couldn't have played, I shot the sheriff. (laughs) I mean, that's an easy example right there,
1: but it would not have fit with the rest of the song. It wouldn't have fit with that same. If you
0: would have executed stone at the end of it, like take that one bullet put it in his head and then walked off to I shot the sheriff with explosions in the background.
1: I, I get what you're saying that the the song would fit the action, but I don't think it would fit that time period of the rest of the songs cuz I shot the sheriff is a little older than the time period the classic, of the rest of the songs. Classic, baby, classic. I, I know it's classic, but All right, still, well
0: hit us up at the real bismarck podcast at yeah. gmail and tell me I'm right and he's wrong. Be much appreciated. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs>
0: but uh, recommendation was yes-ish another thing is I'd recommend it because I love anthony mackey I want to see him love i've i've interacted with him one time and come to find out I wasn't working and he came to my bar and I was pissed I'd have been like oh let me save you a drink or five thousand right you know but it is what it is so uh, next question
1: uh whether or not uh you would see it again of course my answer was yes because i have I, I, I chose to I didn't have to watch it uh, Again with my family uh, For the podcast I just chose to watch it again with my family for the podcast
0: I would watch it on Date night or Mystery Science Theater night But not just for itself
1: Okay, I understand But
0: remember, we're just at season one and season one alone right. Season two or three Might be one of the necessary Expositions to go ahead and say Now we're about to have fun children Now it's about to be how it's played so, we'll see how that one goes. I mean,
1: still might get that rooftops uh, battle in season two. So yeah,
0: though, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just we, – we got something to work with. Right. Now, here's the question. Here's the one that determines it all.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> well yeah. First, before that, season two, yes, I watched. Season two, you said you'll watch. Uh-huh. Now, we'll go on to that question that you were waiting on. Whether or not you think you would get a subscription to Peacock for this series. Is this series something you would get the subscription to Peacock for? This is a tough question. Because basically what you're asking is, do you think this series is worth $15? I say I do think this series is worth $15. Why? Because I've paid more than $15 for much more horrible stuff at the movie theater. (laughs) you have kids, that is unfair. <laughs> you're you're asking personally, do I think <laughs> this series is worth the $15 it costs to get on Peacock? But you're yes. literally
0: saying the other stuff
1: wasn't worth
0: it. <laughs> what which, which you're paying for right there is peace of mind, not quality
1: uh, 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 storytelling. So, yes, I do think that if, uh, if I did not have Peacock, i would get peacock to get this series yes i do believe that um i I don't know whether uh, now of course i had peacock before this began because also i watch a lot of wwe and wwe is part of peacock and so that's the reason why i'm gonna have peacock regardless but uh as i said uh, this is one of the big reasons to get it right now Matter of fact, looking at the lineup, I'm not really seeing a lot of other reasons right now to 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 basically get it besides that. Maybe Law and Order. Ooh, they got all 24 seasons of Law and Order. Jesus Christ! Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> watch your mouth. Watch I'm your tone sorry. and delivery. Rev Ross will chew you out. And sorry more for using the name. On and more that importantly,
0: day. Law and Order SVU. Yeah, Unfortunately, sorry, it's Law the only Order good S- one. S-
1: Law and Order, SBU. Well, I'm sure the original Law and Order was good for the first, like, 50 seasons. But. <laughs> yeah, there's Law and Order, Law and Order, Organized Crime.
0: Law, yeah, there's there's so many. It's not yet. How many
1: seasons of Days of Our Lives they got on there? Two. Uh, nah, I know they're lying, saying they only got two yeah, seasons of Days of Our Lives. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh
0: now, I've heard Yellowstone is good. Yeah, I've heard Yellowstone that. is decent. Uh, uh, I've yeah. heard Can, uh, Yeah, Brooklyn 9 I've seen a few episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I would watch it with somebody, but I don't think I'd watch it I'm, by myself. I've,
1: I've seen, uh, matter of fact, I watched a good three or four seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine binge-watching it, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't really include that as a reason to go to there now because it's been done for a while and most people have already seen, who wanted to see Brooklyn Nine-Nine have already seen it. I do want to be said for The Office, too. Uh,
0: Not for me. I can't stand Steve Carell. No, what I'm saying is most people
1: that have wanted to see it have already seen it.
0: But what I was saying is I don't think Steve Carell's funny, and I've never wanted to watch The Office. I watch The British, I watch The IT Crowd, but not that. Uh,
1: Suits, I want to watch. I I, I get that, too. But that's another one, much like the other ones I was talking about, where these are a lot of series that are already done. Modern Family, same thing. House, same thing. So I, I. as far as anything that they can actually bring to the table that'll make you come to the table instead of just go back and be a nostalgia trip, Asteroid City is something big. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. They only got two seasons of Baywatch? And like I said, they lying. They be lying. <laughs> <laughs> but Why you always lying? <laughs> but yeah, so that, that that's basically... Uh, does... Like I said, for me, it's the answer, yes. Uh, I, I would go ahead and get at least a month of Peacock in order to watch Twisted Metal personally. Uh, I could see a lot worse ways I've spent $15 on entertainment. Your turn, brother.
0: I agree that I have spent worse than <laughs> <laughs> the $15. I won't deny that. You have a very valid point, but it's technically a fallacy. So the point I'm getting at is, for me, unless there is nothing else on, probably not. And the, the unfortunate part is the question is so nuanced. Can this thing hold up for it by itself? No. Now... If you consider, like, I do want to see the Super Mario Brothers movie and I want to see Suits and this, I might get it then. But if you're saying, I've never had a Peacock account, I'm going to get my free trial, binge watch it, then (laughs) also, uh, unethical life hack. If you're afraid about it, go to a a corporate store, buy a gift card, and use that gift card and load it only with, like, $20 dollars. And use that gift card to go ahead and do it. So when they try to charge their account again, okay, you can have that card. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, it's not worth the $15. Now, if the price changes, because that's the other thing is this, too. As much as Netflix, and we bitched about this, we're trying to figure out how we want to incorporate it. As much as we bitched about Netflix increasing their price, there's no ads on Netflix. Why the fuck am I paying for something and I still got to see ads? Right. Please eat a dick on that shit. So this is that's the other thing. So I'm got to see it and get ads. Oh no. Oh no. Uh that's so combine that as well. It's not strong enough by itself. There's nothing else I want to see and I'm paying for ads.
1: That
0: that's that's a that's a fault of Peacock, not of right. right. metal though.
1: Right.
0: Now if it would shift over somewhere else? Mm, we, we might have an argument there. Now, the last thing to follow up with is
1: noteworthy moments. What you got, baby? So I personally love the character development of <laughs> hey. I I, I love the character development. Not and, um, Harold? <laughs> from the very beginning uh, all the way on through, he started out as a very weak character, who you got the feeling, you know, was just being pushed around by every other character in the series, every other one. And at the end, I believe he came into his own. He did the moments in which he needed to do the show that, you know, Stubert had finally, you know, had finally be, become the person who he was supposed to be. He skinned his wang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what i remember i'm sorry <laughs> to tell you
1: i mean uh, the whole thing with him finally uh telling you know with him getting the the the, the group of uh getting john doing quiet him helping them escape uh realizing that it was worth more in that situation and then even when they uh e- even at the end when he was about to be killed, uh, when he was with a group of people, and he still was defiant uh, to the uh, uh, um, to stones people who were about to kill him, and then when he had the situation with Sweet Tooth, where he knew Sweet Tooth was just nuts, and he knew <laughs> his, whoa, friend whoa, Mike, whoa, whoa, whoa. his friend his friend Mike stop, had told stop, him, stop,
0: stop, 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 uh-huh. stop. This man asked you to douse him on <laughs> in lighter fluid and put his head on fire, and you're just now figuring out he's nuts.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think at that point he generally realized how nuts he was. He just didn't know how the fuck he was going to get out of it. <laughs> I'll take that out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I I think that was one of the most promising things of the show uh, was the character development of Stupid.
0: Uh, shoot. So hold on a second. Like I said, I had made a bunch of notes. I just at some points I had to go back because I realized I stopped taking notes and started watching it again. Uh
1: so, so are you listening to everything right now?
0: I'm just I'm just listening to a bunch of few things. Nope. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, well, continuing on. Oh my bad. Uh Ricky Martin. That's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah. You know, that, that whole scene in the casino, uh, anybody that seen Uh, Episode two knows exactly what I'm talking about. Um, When uh, John Doe and the Toaster Strudel, if you know the ending, you know what I'm talking about. But the very fact, I don't know how long any of us could go only having Toaster Strudel in the morning for breakfast every freaking morning. I don't know who could take it, Among anybody who I know of. (laughs) So you know what Collins has to say, right? (laughs) Were there two pastries in the pack or were there one? (laughs) Right. And then the other thing is Jell-O. The the man, for the longest time, and nobody would tell him different, the Jell-O meant goodbye.
0: (laughs) To be fair. Like, when he said it to Stuber, Stuber was unconscious with a trunk that popped <laughs> it, so he didn't hear it. So, he, call me, call me.
1: But, yeah, that's, that's my, my, my noteworthy
0: moments. Uh, I have a few. Uh, like I said, um, why you did that to that baby seal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, they were, one thing this series did do was callbacks. They did that really well. Or uh, preempting or, you know, setting it up. So, like, when we first see Quiet and Loud and you see Quiet give the ring finger instead of the middle finger because she can't, Mm -hmm. uh, that really was like, okay, why why is she missing a finger of all the chaotic things to happen? That's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when you see that episode, you're like, that's too believable. That that actually
1: scared me. Right. Uh, we, we all kind of know why that scares certain ones of us. But, yeah, you know, def, definitely uh, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, I want to go ahead
0: and say also, remember, like I said, when he killed that first vulture who jumped on top of the car and then the minigun came up and no no place. That's a
1: memorable moment.
0: <laughs> uh, I love the video game Sleeping Dogs, and I never understood why hijacking wasn't in Twisted Metal. Because, like, there'd be times where the person would run out of the car and it'd be like, you know, uh, it'd be like uh, Spectre is down, but then they'd say whoever drove the car, you know. That's something I thought they should do. Uh, shout out to Anthony Mackie for putting his kid in. Like, one of my favorite reasons why I'm a Nas over Jay-Z person is he made it a point to have his daughter Destiny be one of the executive producers on his album so she would always get paid for the rest of her life. OK, so because Anthony Mackey's executive producer, I'm pretty sure his son will always have it as well. So gotcha. good on good on him for doing that one. Uh, uh, Nev Nev Campbell, you can still get it. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a bartender, so if you want to come to a bar and have a drink. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you call it? The, the, the code when Evelyn needs to start up again.
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) the Contra Code. It was the Contra Code. (laughs) It wasn't the
0: Contra Code, but you get the point. Konami Code, yeah. Uh, uh, Also, when Mackie did to Quiet, what Brian did to Stewie, where she made (laughs) a (laughs) banger hit. Oh, the other one that got to us is one big thing about Twisted Metal, the license plates, Mm -hmm. and every series is named a personalized license plate. We couldn't figure out two. The two we couldn't figure out were, uh, hold on, Mm -hmm. let me load it up right now. That was, how pissed were we when we found
1: out? (laughs) Yeah, like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Press the buttons. Do the things. There we go. Yeah, so So a little bit of spoiler alert right now. So I'm going to go ahead and read read off on it. So the first one I did not get. And if I'd have paid attention, I would have got it. Well, the first one, W-L-U-D-R-V. Did not get it. <laughs> will You Drive? Right. Then the other one I didn't get was Season 1, Episode 3, N-T-H-L-A-W-1, and The Law 1. The mm-hmm. other ones I figured out. Uh Three Ring Circus, Who's There, Crossroads, Drive through Nuthouse, Evelyn, Roadkill, and Shangri-La. Figured out all of them except that one. You know what right. I mean? Right, right. But uh I will say... Arguably the best payoff point was Roadkill versus Outlaw or Agent Stone mm-hmm. when they decided to play chicken. And Stone didn't even try and put on his guns. He said, "We're gonna play chicken." And then when they dropped the hood down <laughs> and made it a ramp, <laughs> and then he did the A-team takeoff you know, <laughs>
1: and did the, it, the, the flip. Me and Collins were both like oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that one coming <laughs> did not good on you boo-boo. good on you uh but yeah also i was not ready to have some su- i'm kind of mad for samoa joe for two reasons one it has joe cinawa i'm like i don't know who that is i know who samoa <laughs> joe is number one and then two even more importantly yeah, Samoa Joe's voice is that bad that you had to replace it with Will Arnett, that's almost insulting. I know Will Arnett is that good. Don't get me wrong. But that's almost
1: insulting. So, um, I almost want to say I think of uh, Samoa jo- Joe's voice isn't bad. But Samoa Joe's voice is... It's strong, but not—what's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. No, it's strong, but unless he really fights for it, it's not aggressive. Do you kind of get that? One? So he's a wrestler, but most of the feuds in which he has, he's, you know— he's, He can't cut a promo. He can cut a promo, but it has to be a particular kind of one. It can't be one where he is out there, you know, saying, uh, I'm, I'm going to destroy you and everything like that. It's got to be one in which somebody is basically threatening him, not him doing the threatening. He can threaten with his fists, but he can't threaten with his
0: words. He can't cut a promo. I know what I said, and I'm standing by it. And mind you, I'm a Samoa Joe fan. Right, you know right, this.
1: Right, right.
0: But... No, yeah. he can't cut a promo. He's like Bret Hart in that sense.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that's a perfect uh, draw comparison, yeah.
0: Yeah, so the problem is is that Sweet Tooth speaks through his actions anyway.
1: Right, but he also well, has well, What was not finished, Your Honor?
0: Uh-huh. And to the fact that you could do what? A little bit of post-production as well as the fact that you could just make him very guttural and make his make his stuff breathing heavy and so forth and so on. <clears throat> to put it in the simplest, remember the Trapper from Dead by Daylight? Mm-hmm. Do you think the Trapper speaks?
1: Mm. <laughs> Do no. you think the
0: Trapper needs to speak? No. Did Jason Voorhees speak? No. Did Michael Myers
1: speak? No. I, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, like I said, you you don't want to get a person that when they talk, it changes the complexion of the series. Ooh, complexion. Ooh, <laughs> fancy words. <laughs> I'm just saying, but uh, I, I I think we we summed up the series, brother. Is there anything else, or is it closing time?
0: Uh, shout out to Cabral the loud used to seeing him in Mayan. So, you know, I'm looking at El Coco, and I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah." Then all of a sudden things change. But I was not ready for him to say one cheek squeak.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. Good point. Yeah. (laughs)
0: So with that said, I don't believe that Twisted Metal is shit. It's just not holding up Peacock by its own. So with that said, considering the fact that I know where Kelly's bar was shot because it was shot at a bar I frequent in New Orleans, Mr. Mackey, I expect better for season two. You got to come hard in the paint like you walk a flock of flame. I-, I need the goodness, otherwise.
1: That's a perfect comparison. What? Uh, Bucky and Falcon. Where you, Where Where would you rank that? How would you rank that? The Winter Soldier. Uh huh. <laughs> Bucky and Falcon. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and although first off, I already said that was a buddy cop movie. We just didn't know it was a buddy cop movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them two had too much fun, <laughs> and I know they did. Um, you're asking me, what I rank that? That I'm a Marvel whore, so that's replayable for me. I would watch that again. Also, because there are so this, there are no real themes in this. Like when uh, Sweet Tooth in John Doe or in the casino, and he's challenging. It was like, oh, what kind of uh, amnesia do you have? Transient, dissociative. That was a, a nod to mental health in that it needs to be addressed, but it was so flippant it wasn't good. With uh, not Taskmaster, what's the name of the, 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 the villain? Flag. Flag Breaker. Flag Breaker. The fact that they made Flagbreaker a unit but did have one lead character That was amazing. That was an evolution of a character worthwhile, the fact that you had Battlestar and U.S. agent. Uh, uh, What is uh, Seinfeld, uh, Elaine, the the actress's name, the one who played Countess, Valentina? Uh,
1: Oh. uh,
0: I was happy to see her there. I don't think Countess Valentina is a worthwhile character. I would have rather she'd have been power power broker. Is it
1: Julia... Julia Louis dreyfus yeah. yeah.
0: That had a lot so much more because that build up was more exciting. Plus, remember the scene when uh, Baron Zemo was like, What's wrong with a conscious forward black man? <laughs> <laughs> and he had to drink that uh, venom poison drink. And you just sitting there like, Nope, well, I'd have pulled that shit over my <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> There was enough stuff that I, excuse me, there was enough stuff that I could immediately start going, I want to see this, I want to see this, I want to see this. Not as much as the metal. Also,
1: Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or www.TheRealBenchmarkPodcast.com or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.